Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Welcome to the Padres postgame show on the Padres radio network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin, and we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres postgame show starts now on the Padres radio network. Matt Scravey up here in the loft at the Western Metal Supply Building on the Padres postgame show, 97.3 The Fan. After a big-time Padres win, there are still a ton of people around here. Padres beat the Cubs 5 to nothing. They split the series with them. And today was a very good offensive day for the Padres. Today was one of those days that everybody needed to see, wanted to see. There were some hits with runners in scoring position. Gary Sanchez hits another home run. So we have a lot, and we actually talked to, I talked to Gary Sanchez after the game, so we'll give you that interview a little bit later. We will also hear from Bob Melvin to, to hear what he has to say about tonight's win. But if you think uh, I sound like I'm out of breath, I am out of breath because going from the field to the loft at the Western Metal Building is not the easiest thing to do, especially when you're waiting for a commercial break to, uh, to end. But uh, we made it here, and I am happy to be recapping a big old win for the Padres. So, we uh, again, we're going to hear from Gary Sanchez. We're going to hear from Bob Melvin. We're going to get into some of the stats. We're going to go through some of the replay, or uh, we're going to go through some of the um, highlights. We're also going to uh, get our ace pitcher of the game, the relief pitcher of the game, all of the stuff that Sam Levitt usually does, we are going to cover for you tonight. So I'm going to get situated real quick, and when we get back, we're going to go through some of the highlights. We'll also hear from Bob Melvin at some point soon. And, uh, yeah, stick with me. Big Padres win 5 nothing over the Cubs. They split the series, and everybody is happy at least for tonight. So I'll be back here in a couple minutes. Matt Scraby on 97.3 The Fan. All right, everybody, welcome into the loft at the Western Metal Building here at Hecto Park. Matt Scraby filling in for Sam Levitt. He just texted me. He said, oh, yeah, it's a hike. It's a hike, buddy. Catch that breath. And now I know why Sam says that every time I see him about this hike up to the loft. But I am happy to be here, and I am happy to be here talking about a Padres win, 5-0 over the Cubs. They split the series, and Blake Snell. With another good game tonight, third straight game pitched that he has done great things for the Padres. He ended up getting some run support finally tonight, and uh, the team ended up paying him back 
for all those games that he uh, put up zeros or ones and they didn't end up winning. So 5 nothing was the final here at Petco Park. The Padres are going to be welcoming the Mariners tomorrow for the next two days, and hopefully they can keep it going because uh, I talked about it in the pregame show. We were following a, a pattern, which was good game, bad game, good game, bad game. Yesterday was the bad game. Today was the good game. So let's hope that tomorrow is another good game and we can break this little pattern that we're in right now. Nick Danucci back in studio tells me it is time to get to our highlights. I have them all ready to go, so let's get into it. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes. All right, so we talked about it before the game. Blake Snell needed to get his walks under control. The first batter of the game, Nico Horner, walked after an eight-pitch battle from Snell. And I think all of us had that feeling at this point. I think everybody thought, oh, no, here we go again. Then Blake Snell came right back with a strikeout of Dansby Swanson. Ian Happ then blooped a single uh, into the outfield, so runners on first and second. Snell got the second out by striking out Seiya Suzuki looking. Then to finish the inning, Snell struck out Patrick Wisdom to end the threat in the top of the first, and everybody felt a lot better. Kyle Hendricks on the other side retired uh, Rugnet Odor, Fernando Tatis Jr., and Juan Soto in order in the bottom of the first. Jan Gomes, we talked about him being the Bambino of the Padres, haunting the Padres. Uh, He singled the center to start the top of the second, but then Snell got Mancini, Amaya, and Morrell out to end the top of the second inning. We go to the bottom of the second inning. Manny Machado singled to right. Manny had a really nice game tonight. We'll get into some of those stats in a little bit. But Manny Machado singled to right to lead off the inning. Jake Cronenworth would fly out to right for the first out. Then Cubs manager David Ross would be ejected by home plate umpire Phil Cuzzy for arguing balls and strikes with Gary Sanchez at the plate, which left Andy Green. Yes. That Andy Green, he became interim manager for the Cubs for the rest of the game uh, after uh, David Ross was ejected. And then Gary Sanchez welcomed Andy Green back to San Diego. Manny at first, one out, no score in the second inning, and Sanchez lines one to deep left. Haps back, he watches, gonna go! Two-run homer, Gary Sanchez. Already is third as a Padre. And a couple of pitches after David Ross is ejected. Sanchez goes deep, and the Padres jump out 2 to nothing. We're going to hear from Gary Sanchez in a little bit. I ended up talking to him on the field, and it's pretty incredible what Gary Sanchez has done for the Padres so far. He's played seven games for the team. He has three home runs, his first Petco Park home run tonight. He's been a revelation at the catcher position for the Padres, and I think uh, without picking him up, the The Padres aren't where they're at right now, so Gary Sanchez, we'll hear from him in a little bit. A two-run shot was needed in the worst way for the Padres right in that moment, and getting on the board early is something the Padres desperately desperately needed. Gary Sanchez delivered. Right after the Sanchez home run, Matt Carpenter doubled to right, and then Hassan Kim was tasked with driving him in. There's the 3-1 to Kim. Hard hit on the ground at third. It gets through wisdom and goes down the line. Carpenter rounding third. He's on his way. He's going to score. Kim into second. Back-to-back doubles and a 3-0 Padre lead. And like you just heard Jesse Agler say, after two innings, the Padres led 3-0, something that we hadn't seen for a while, something that the Padres needed to start the game strong like they did. In the top of the third, Snell will get both Nico Horner and Dansby Swanson to fly out. With two outs, Snellzilla walked Ian Happ. 
A wild pitch moved half into scoring position, and Seiya Suzuki ran into Manny Machado. Two and two to Suzuki. Snell delivers, and a ground ball to third. Manny with the backhand stop from foul territory. Long throw. Got it. Going to hang a star for the captain. What a play by Manny Machado to bring the top of the third inning to a close. He is as good as it gets. Ranging towards the line, ends up in foul ground, throws across the body to get Suzuki, and that's all for the Cubs in the third. If you haven't come out to see a game here at Petco Park yet, you need to just to see Manny Machado play defense alone. Uh, we were... We were right there. We saw he went into foul territory. I don't know how he makes those plays, and he he makes those plays look easy all the time. Definitely not easy whatsoever. Uh, Padres, they still led 3 to nothing, heading into the bottom of the third after that run-saving play by Manny Machado. Fernando and Juan Soto would pop out for two quick outs. Then Manny Machado lasered one into the right center gap and doubled. Jake Cronenworth would try to raise that runners in scoring position team batting average. Here's the pitch, and Cronenworth loops it into shallow left center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Manny running all the way with two outs will score easily. Haps throw goes to second base. An RBI single for Jake Cronenworth and a 4-0 Padre lead. Nice to see Jake Cronenworth getting in the action here uh, on Monday night. From there, the game went into warp speed. The fourth inning saw each side going three up, three down. Same with the fifth inning. Not much happening in the sixth. Steven Wilson would relieve Snell in the seventh, and Snell had a really nice start, a third nice start in a row, going six innings tonight, only allowing two hits, striking out eight, and walking three without giving up a run. And uh, there is a a fact on Steven Wilson. I need to find it real quick. There it is. He has pitched 14 consecutive scoreless innings across his last 13 outings since May 1st. So Steven Wilson right now, as good as it gets as the, for a reliever in Major League Baseball at the moment. So Snell out, Stephen Wilson in. Stephen Wilson would get through the inning, and the Padres would collect two more hits in the bottom of the seventh but would not be able to score. Then in the eighth, the Padres loaded the bases, and Matt Carpenter gave it a ride. Now the 2-0. Carpenter swings, hits one in the air to deep center field. Morell's going back on the warning track. At the wall, reaches up, and he made the catch up against the fence. Manny will tag and score from third, and I mean by inches. Matt Carpenter just missed a grand slam. It's a sack fly, and the Padres lead it 5-0 here in the eighth. That was a really loud sack fly from Matt Carpenter. I thought it was going to go deep. I thought it was going to be gone, actually, because Matt Carpenter basically put it up to the center field fence. Cubs were able to catch it. Cubs center fielder was able to catch it, and were able to uh, get out of the inning. Or, I'm sorry. We're able to score on a sack fly there. And then to end the game, Tim Hill pitching for the Padres. Master Boney at first two down. And the number eight hitter, Miguel Amaya, is at the dish. First pitch swinging, hits one in the air to deep right field. That'll chase Dixon back on the warning track. He gets there to make the catch. And the ball game is over. Behind Blake Snell and Gary Sanchez, third homer is a Padre. The Pods shut out the Cubs 5-0 and they earn a split in this four-game series against Chicago. (laughs) Getting a picture right now after a Padres win. Lots of Padres fans up here at the Loft at Petco Park. But that was it for the game. The Padres win 5 to nothing. They score three runs in the second. They score one run in the third. They score one run in the bottom of the eighth. And they end up uh, scoring five runs total, nine hits, no errors. The Cubs, no runs, four hits. 
no errors. And Blake Snell, as I said, very, very good night for Blake Snell. He ended up pitching six innings. He only gave up two hits for the Padres tonight, and uh, he got the win. You know, Blake Snell needed to win. Two and six on the season now, 4.06 ERA. And uh, so Snell's final line, six innings, two hits, three walks, eight strikeouts, and an ERA now of 4.06, so he brought that down. So good stuff for the Padres tonight. And even when you uh, look at their runners for scoring position, they did convert twice. They were two for seven. They did leave seven runners on base. Most of those were left on base after the sack fly from Matt Carpenter in the eighth inning. Steven Wilson, like I said, got his inning, struck out one. Nick Martinez came in, gave up a hit, went an inning, struck out one. And then Tim Hill came in, gave up one hit, went an inning, and struck out two to end the game. So... We will uh, talk about that as we continue along on the Padres postgame show. I'm Matt Scraby, and I believe that the manager, Bob Melvin, should be in a very good mood right now. So let's go down and see what he had to say after the game tonight. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Bob, a lot of positives to talk about tonight. Can we start with Blake? He's had several good outings in a row. Look sharp again tonight. Yeah, I mean, look, change-up. Change-up's been a big pitch for him here recently, too. Slider's coming around. You know, threw some pitches out there, but gave a six, which we needed. But, you know, it's kind of his thing. He starts getting on a roll, and, you know, he's tough to put in play. And one of the reasons a lot of times he throws a lot of pitches is because he gets a lot of strikeouts. So he was pretty similar to the last time out. Gary Sanchez gets his first home run here at Petco Park. He's done it for you offensively, and he's got 12 scoreless innings working with Blake now. It seems like he's filled a great role for you. He's been unbelievable. I mean, you know, offensively behind the plate, running game's kind of been shut down some with arm strength and caught guys he's never caught before and and has done a great job with them. So it's quick learning curve for him, or, you know, Ruben and – you know, our coach has done a good job with him, uh, game planning and so forth, but, you know, he's just fit right in from the day he got here. We get the full Manny experience tonight, both at the play down on the defensive side. Yeah, that play down the third, I mean, I, that's, that's, a, that's a double and a run. Next thing you know, not only does he get to it to save the run, he also makes the throw across, you know, across his body, which very few guys can do, and looks like he's a lot more balanced at the play right now. That version of Manny, how much does that help you going forward? Hey, look, he's you know he's our guy, and last year you know was was the reason pretty much we got to where we went, um, especially early in the season. You know the first few months really carried us till the injury. So he has the ability to do that. I think the upset is that he's gone a while where you know he hasn't swung the bat like he normally does. But again, looked really balanced tonight. Played great defense, a lot of intensity, a lot of energy in the dugout. Could you assess so? What you saw of Tatis, and then also particularly what you saw of Brandon Dixon in right. Yeah, look, Dixon plays the outfield, does a nice job for us. He did quite a bit in spring training for us. I think he's just as comfortable in the outfield as he is in the infield. Um, you know, I think originally a third baseman, but you know, plays him first and and plays either corner outfield, does a nice job. So, you know, it's it's one of those guys that. He makes us versatile, and when he's swinging the bat, he's a nice piece to have. And, you know, with, with the late scratch with Grish, you know, Toddy was excited about playing center, and, and, you know, Dixon gets a start. So, you know, he's been playing good baseball for us here the last, you know, his last, what, week, 10 days that he's 
and he's been here with us. Any uh, way to tell how severe that is with Trent and what the prognosis? Yeah, it was late, but anytime you get some lower back tightness, which it is, sometimes it lingers. So, you know, we have several guys that are a little banged up right now. You know, we have basically had a one-man bench today, and, you know, with Odor with the groin thing, and he didn't look like he was running too well, you know, I was going to bring Rivas in anyway. So, you know, we have several guys that are banged up right now, but none of them look like Isles at this point. And that's where guys like Brandon Dixon and his versatility come into play. It was only a week ago that you claimed Gary, and I know you you were hoping for kind of an offensive uptick, but maybe not like the 2017, 19 version of him, which you've gotten over only a week. Like if he could be that guy or close to that guy, what could it mean for this? Uh, it's huge. I mean, you, you know, you're hoping it on the defensive end to get one or the other, really. You know, whether it's offense or whether it's defense. Um, and his, you know, he's been an all-star. He's he's been on, you know, playoff teams consistently over in New York. He's hit 30 home runs or whatever. He's, you know, he's he's got a track record. You know, here recently hasn't been great for him, but I, I think it, it, the way he was embraced with our guys in the clubhouse really made him feel at home here very quickly. And then when you get off to the start that you do, you know, the talent level's still there. He's still, you know, he's not. He's not an old guy by any stretch, so you know this one hopefully is a really great pickup for us. It has been so far. You kind of answered part of my question there, but how much do you think just kind of him knowing that he had a role and kind of a chance here to go do it has helped what he's done? So yeah, far? that's a good that's a good point because you know other teams he's just trying to maybe make a team or make an impact and and be like a backup. Where here he knew coming in he was going to get some consistent playing time, and that's what he's done over the course of his career. And, you know, the guys of, you know, whether it's Juan, Manny, Toddy, Nelson, they've all really embraced him. He feels comfortable around these guys, and I think that adds to the fact that, you know, you're comfortable and you feel like you belong right away. How did Odor do today? I know he came out. I'm guessing that's just precautionary, is it? Uh, he, I didn't feel like he was running great. Uh, he, he feels good at the plate. Um, he's still kind of guarding himself a little bit running, but good enough to play. You thought maybe it was a good idea to get Hader some work at four runs, but then like five was too many. Yeah, I mean, there is a point. So it's been one in eight days, I think he's he's had. So, you know, four run, get him up, get a little adrenaline going with him, and if it gets to five, then it's easy not to bring him in. So, I think just getting up and knowing that he's coming in a game gets the adrenaline going a little bit, and you know, gets him a little work. All right, that was Bob Melvin after the game. Matt Scraby back with you here in the loft at the Western Metal Company Supply Building. I think it's called the Western Metal Company Supply Building, but it's at Petco Park, and there are some people here closing out the bar, having a lot of fun on a night when the Padres won 5 to nothing. I think we can't talk about Blake Snell's outing enough. I mean, we talked about his walks and that being a problem. He had three walks, but he was able to work around it. He struck out eight. He only gave up two hits. Uh, it was a, just another night for Blake Snell to be a to to do what he needs to do to get the Padres in the win column. He's had some tough luck with some of the run support over the last uh, few starts, but tonight wasn't one of those nights, and the Padres came out on top five to nothing. Gary Sanchez hits a two-run home run early in the game in the bottom of the second inning. I mean, this place exploded. I felt like this place, right, Petco Park tonight felt like a weekend or a playoff game or something like that. There were so many people here. It was another packed house. 
There was over 40,000 people, and I felt the energy from the crowd. So to say that Padres fans have given up on this team, I think is, uh, is, is not the correct way to describe how the fan base is right now because fans were – were, were really loud tonight, and they were having a good time. It just seemed like one of those games where the Padres couldn't really do anything wrong. Things went their way. It was nice to see that. It was nice to see some of the different um, hits that usually are outs for the Padres ended up going in the gap, and, and some of the hard-hit balls that Manny Machado has lasered out to the outfield right to a, uh, an outfielder, right field, center field, left field. All good stuff from the Padres tonight. And Manny Machado, I said he had a nice game. He definitely did. He went three for four tonight. He scored three runs. He didn't have any RBIs, but that didn't matter because Jake Cronenworth drove in Manny. Gary Sanchez had two RBIs. Matt Carpenter had an RBI. And Hassan Kim had an RBI as well. So you're looking at the five, six, seven, eight hitters in the lineup, and all four of them had RBIs tonight. Jake Cronenworth, the five-hitter, one RBI. Sanchez, again, two RBIs. Carpenter, one RBI. Hassan Kim, one RBI. We've been talking about the bottom of this lineup all season long and how they aren't producing, but when this the bottom of this lineup produces, they're a pretty good team. Padres just need to get that bottom of the lineup to produce on a more consistent basis, and they'll be able to win some games. And tonight, the bottom of the lineup did that. And they definitely were able to win the game, and uh, it was 5 to nothing. So final totals here for the Padres, five runs on nine hits, no errors. They left uh, seven men on base. Cubs, no runs on four hits and uh, no errors, and they left eight men on base. So just a good night for the Padres, a good night for Padres fans, and a good night for the Padres postgame show. I'm Matt Scraby, and when we get back, we are going to go through some of our awards. We're going to talk about the home run total, and we're also going to uh, we're also going to hear from Gary Sanchez after that game opening two two run shot to left field, and we'll get his thoughts about what happened or how he did that. Basically, is what I'm trying to say here. So I'm just going to go to break and stop saying words. Matt Scraby on the Padres postgame show, 97.3 The Fan. Matt Scraby here with you from the Western Metal Supply building here at the loft at Petco Park. And the Padres win tonight 5 to nothing. Big win for the Padres. Blake Snell, 2 and 6. On the year, 4.06 ERA. Hendricks, Kyle Hendricks, takes the loss. He goes to 0-2, 4.70 ERA on the season. Uh, I guess one thing that we could uh, take from tonight's game is that Gary Sanchez, he knows how to hit home runs. And Rugnet Odor was healthy. Rivas came in and pinch ran a little bit later. And uh, uh, Jake Cronenworth, Gary Sanchez, Matt Carpenter, and Hassan Kim all produced with RBIs for the night. So... Padres. Oh, it's ready. Gary Sanchez is ready. All right, let's go to that. Let's go to the Gary Sanchez. I caught up with Gary Sanchez after the game, so here is what he had to say about his big night. We're here with Padres catcher Gary Sanchez. And, Gary, you've been with the team for seven games. You've hit three home runs after trying to find a team earlier in the year. How does it feel? Bueno, ¿cómo se siente ahora estar en tu tercer equipo? En siete juegos ya tienes tres honrones. ¿Cómo se siente estar aquí con este equipo? Bueno, se siente bien. Eh, que he podido llegar a tiempo con, con el timing bien. Eh, poder ayudar al equipo a ganar, que es lo más importante. 
It feels great. You know, right now I feel like my timing's locked in. Uh, so really it just feels good to be able to help the team and help the team win. What is this team capable of? I know that they've struggled so far at points, but we all know what they are capable of. What do you think they're capable of? Bueno, tenemos tremendo equipo. A veces las cosas no salen como nosotros queremos. Falta mucho tiempo la temporada. Cuando se calienta todo el mundo, va a ser un equipo difícil de sacar león. Yeah, you know, we have a tremendous team. Obviously, things haven't gone the way we would have liked so far. Uh, but once we get going, you know, we have a tremendous team. And, you know, whenever we get hot, it's, it's going to, you know, we're going to be on a good roll. Last one for me, uh, pitching staff. You've had to learn an entire new pitching staff really quickly. How is that going for you? It's been great. You know, we have a great staff, you know, both starters, but then also in the bullpen. Uh, you know, they all throw strikes. So getting to know them and getting to catch them has been great so far. Thank you. Oh, and you get my little thank you at the end as well. So that was nice. I was polite. Thank you to Gary Sanchez uh, for sitting, for not sitting down with us, for speaking with us after the game. And thank you to Danny Sanchez for translating that, the uh, great Padres PR guy. Uh, if you wanted to get in on the show, 833-288-0973. We have some time to take some phone calls. We'll also go through the out-of-town scoreboard in a little bit. But if you wanted to talk about the game tonight, that would be uh, the place to do it, 833-288-0973. I'm Matt Scraby with the Padres post-game show here on 97.3. The fan Sam Levitt is going to be back tomorrow, and he will be back for the Mariner series. Now, I don't know if Sam's listening right now, but I have been told by a couple listeners at the time right now that I need to be on the pre- and post-game tomorrow because now I have started a winning streak. So one to nothing here, Matt Scraby on the pre- and post-game in 2023. Again, number 833-288-0973. When we get back, we're going to go through the home run total. We're also going to name our ace pitcher of the game. So stay tuned for that. And if you want to give me a call or tweet me at Matt Scraby, you can. We'll get some of those things in as we go along here at the Padres postgame show after a 5 nothing win Padres over the Cubs to split the series with the Cubs. We'll be right back here on 97.3 The Fan. That's great here back in the loft at Petco Park. The loft has cleared out, and it cleared out very quickly. There were lots of uh, very happy Padres fans here tonight, and uh, there's some very happy Padres fans on the phone right now. We're going to go right to it here on 97.3 The Fan. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973. But let's go out to Joe, who's at Petco Park. Let's hear from Joe. What do you, what's going on, Joe? What's on your mind? Well, first thing of all, I am. I, we've been stuck in the garage for 30 minutes trying to get out. But back to the game. <laughs> love what I see. Love what I saw from Gary Sanchez. Yes, I think that he he deserves all the playing time right now. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be a big spark at the bottom of the water. And all I hope for right now is that this finally starts the winning streak because I don't want to go back tomorrow and watch us drop one run. Just hope this is Manny Machado. We we seem to go as he goes, so we're looking at that and hopefully it's a sign to come. 
I love that, Joe. I, I think that Manny Machado definitely felt something tonight. He was three for four. But most importantly, what parking garage are you, have you been stuck in for 30 minutes? The Hilton parking garage. We're on oh, man. just below the top, and we started all honking for a little bit because all <laughs> of us just got so bored. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, Joe, calling the Padres postgame show and uh, passing some time, and I hope everybody gets out of there okay. But you said it. Man, every, the team goes the way Manny goes, and with a three-for-four night, you know, he can't. Uh, you can't deny that. Also, you said Gary Sanchez, him having most of the playing time, and I think that's uh, not going to be a problem. I think Bob Melvin knows who's got the hot hand, and Gary Sanchez is going to be that guy. He's hit three home runs for the Padres in the last seven games, and he's also he's also hit uh, his first home run at Petco Park tonight. So. I'm with you. I'm with you, Joe, and thank you for the phone call. I'm with you. I hope that tomorrow the Padres come out and they put up eight runs on the Mariners and Mariners only score zero or one or two or something like that. But it gets start getting to Padres baseball that we all thought was going to be the Padres baseball team coming into the year. And, and nights like this are really fun for everyone involved. Fun for me, fun for the fans, fun for the players. I mean – Think about how depressing it is just to go back into the clubhouse after you lose a tough one at home in front of your fans. It's, it's just not a comfortable th- And think about how all of us feel on the way out. It's just not good. It's uncomfortable. No one wants it. But when the Padres win, tonight was a party at Petco Park. And so they put on a show today, and they they had more offense than we've seen in the last couple games uh, outside of that Saturday game. So thank you very much, Joe, for the phone call. Hope you get out of that parking garage okay and uh, get home okay everybody drive safely out there i know there were a lot of people here today so everybody just uh be nice let people in their lanes all that good stuff be a be a nice caring driver i don't know why i'm going off on driving tips right now or driving um uh etiquette right now but that's what we're doing so we're gonna go to kathy in la and get her opinion on what happened tonight and what's been going on kathy it's nice to hear from you again on the Padres post-game show? Well, I had to call in because, you know, it's been few and far between since you posted the pre- and post-game script, so you know I had to call Yes. In. Yes, it is. Thank you for thank you for being here with me, Kathy. Well, I'm just glad you got to do a post-game for a win because I know you were kind of worried a little bit about that because of your your past history, but I'm, I'm glad you got <laughs> to do a win, too. So, great game. Smell looked great. I'm so happy, and I'm so glad that Manny's starting to hit because, like um, the caller said, you know, if Manny starts hitting, then hopefully that'll get the rest of the team going, and hopefully Bogart won't be up too long, and we can get him back up and hitting as well. Yeah, yeah, they definitely need Bogart's uh, back and hitting, and it, it was a much-needed night. I don't know why tonight felt a little bit different than some of the other nights, and I've been to quite a few <laughs> home games this year at Petco Park, but... I, I'm not sure why tonight felt like it was bigger. It felt like it was, um, I don't want to be too dramatic, but I am really dramatic. So it felt like it was kind of a turning point. And I know that we've said that here a couple times in the in the past couple weeks. I know that Bob Melvin has thought his team has turned the corner and then they don't. But these are the games that you look at and you're like, okay, this is the team that can contend for a championship. Um, and I know that championship aspirations are are, are you know, few and far between right now, but this is a good team and this team can win and they can prove it here and there. But I'm really hoping that tomorrow night continues the, the win streak and get them off of the two. The, I guess they, 
what I'm trying to say is get them off of these these um, wins, losses, win-win, loss, 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 loss. Let's just get a string some wins together, Kathy. Well, exactly. And the fact that, you know, they finally gave Snell some run support, that's the biggest thing is there's several games that they could have won when he pitched, but they just couldn't hit. Yeah, they they couldn't. They couldn't. And it's been it's been a huge issue for the Padres. And thank you, Kathy, so much for visiting with me on the Padres post game show. Uh, Kathy was there all post or post game long in 2021, especially she was talking about how I was a little bit worried coming into today's uh, game with my record, because in 2021, my record was not good. The Padres kind of faltered down the stretch, as we all know. So tonight I put another W in the win column. Thank you, Kathy, for the phone call. All right, let's go to Artie and T. Artie and Tijuana. Yes, Artie, what's up? Is this Scraby? This is Scraby. What's up, Artie? What up? Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, I want to echo that last phone call. This is what happens when you get when you get Blake Snell some run support. To all the haters. Chill on the dude, man. This is what happens when you give the dude three runs, man. He'll get a win. So I'm here for Blake Snell. I'm here for the Padres. What's up? Let's do this. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Artie, for the phone call. And, and I love the energy that we got tonight. What? Yeah, right, dude. Thanks, I, mean, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, no problem. You, Later. No, go ahead. What do you got to say? What do you got to say, Artie? It's all yours. Oh, no. I, I, I want to support Blake Snell. I know I know. there's a lot of people out there that, that don't like him because he walks three or four or five people. But, man, when the offense, when the best offense in the major league gives a kid Four runs, this is what happens. So, Padre fans out there, don't worry, man. It's it's all good. It's it's only June. We're good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for saying that it's only June because that's absolutely true. It's only June. And thank you, Artie, for the phone call. I appreciate that. Uh, we got some happy Padres fans tonight. Look what a one win does for the Padres. It brings out the happy Padres fans. I mean, everybody's going home with a smile. Even the players are going home with a smile. I'm sure Bob Melvin's going home with a smile. And then it's going to turn back into game mode, you know, as it hits midnight or whatever. But today was tonight was just a good night for the Padres, and you have to feel good about it and continue to feel good about it because a 5 nothing win, big deal, big deal, especially at where they are in the season. And I know they beat the Cubs, and I know that there might be some people out there saying, well, well, they just beat the Cubs, who cares? I mean, any win right now for the Padres is a big deal. And they're at 28-32 and 32 now, four games under five hundred. They are right there. Like, it's, it, it, I guess – when I'm seeing the reaction of fans on Twitter or when I'm talking to them and they're just so angry about the team, I just want people to remember that it's a marathon and not a sprint. And, you know, I hate that cliche, but it's, it's so true right here. And I'm not willing to give up on this team just yet. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to say before June 15th, that was my drop dead date was June 15th. Am I going to start worrying then? Well, I got 10 days. And so they have 10 days to put together something good, put together a winning streak and start looking like this team that we, uh, we thought they were going to be in spring training. So very nice phone call. Artie. All right. We have uh, Doug in El Cajon. Doug, what's going on? What's up? Is it Scraby? This is Scraby. What's up, Doug? Just sitting in the Hilton parking lot and just 
excited that Manny uh, Machado is back. Yes, yes, he absolutely he was, is. He three looking, for four. He was looking good tonight. That play was unreal. And uh, I want to follow up with that other caller about Snell, too. Excited about him. He's not efficient, but he usually pitches good in June and July. And we used to have another pitcher who wasn't very efficient, but Jake Peavy, that he ended up winning the Cy Young. Mm. Good point. That's a good point, Doug. And uh, anything else from tonight that you thought was uh, something that was kind of out of the ordinary for how they are playing so far this season? It just felt different tonight. And with Sanchez in there, I didn't, um, I've never seen him in person. I didn't realize how big, I mean, he's six foot two, 230 pounds. He's a big guy back there. And yes, he, he had two balls. He obviously hit the home run, but the two he hit foul, he hit two in the oh. upper, no, in the third deck. Yes, yes, there were a couple there where I thought if they're going to go out, they're going to go on the Western Metal Supply Building on top of it. It, it, it was it was that kind of blast that went just foul. But appreciate your uh, phone call, Doug. And uh, it, so so I'm not being too dramatic about this whole thing. It did feel a little bit different tonight, didn't it? Oh, my bad. I said goodbye, and then I asked him another question. So that's not on Nick. That's on me. I shouldn't have said goodbye and then asked him a different question. That's a Matt Scraby move. Oh, Doug is still there. Doug. Oh, I'm sorry. Mary. Mary and Del Mar. What's up? Hi. Hey, how's it going? I'm going to turn down the radio for you. Thank you very much for doing that, Mary. What's on your mind? <laughs> I know. It's so annoying when I hear other people on the radio and yes okay Hello? i turned it off completely yes <laughs> thank I you very much Mary. what is <laughs> what is on your mind right now i am so happy and not just because of the win but because these are our players that we have relied on for years to come through and the bandwagoners, you know who they are. Those are their most critical ones because they're transplants. And yet the natives, like I am, I'm born and raised here, 40-something years. I am just so happy. Always. I cheer them on every single player. I don't care who they are. I don't care what they're stats are, I cheer them on religiously. And I feel like if you're going to be a Padre fan, you do the same thing. You cheer them on like Hassan Kim, Machado, Tati, Carpenter. Everyone. Everyone. Every single player deserves that cheer. Prior to, because that is going to feed, you know, there's mental health, and if they get cheered on, they will play better. Well, Mary, 
I'm not quite sure. I, I, I think you were about the players. I, I like your – thank you for the phone call, Mary. We we're, were having a little bit of technical difficulties on my end there. But I, I think you, you are talking about some important stuff. I, I know that it's easy to, to rag on the players, and I know that it's easy to trash them and just say, hey, they stink, and go back to whatever team you came from or go to this team and you'll do better. It's just um, – it's not my it's not my cup of tea. It's not my forte. I'm not a guy who's going to go and trash someone – when they're at their lowest, it's just not something I'm willing to do. Uh, I, you know, anybody who's ever listened to me on Gwen and Chris knows I've uh, had mental health issues and all that and, and alcohol issues. And working through that really taught me that I need to be more, I guess I need to be more, um, what's the word, compassionate to, to some of these guys. And I know that they make a lot of money and I know that they're paid to produce and all of that, but at the same time, they're still human, and I, I'm not willing to, to go out there and just talk a bunch of trash about them. I don't know them. I wouldn't want them to talk trash about me. And, um, yeah, I appreciate that call, Mary. Thank you so much for giving us a call here on the Padres postgame show. I, I think that there are a lot of fans like you out there. I think that a lot of fans are, are going to support the team through thick and thin. The bandwagoners, I'm not going to talk about any bandwagoners because that's just not very nice. Everybody's there, There's enough room on the bandwagon or enough room on the, the train to get on. As long as everybody's cheering for the same common goal, which is a Padres World Series, then I think that's all that really matters. So good phone call, Mary. All right, let's get to some of our awards today. But first, we do need to check uh, our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuff knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. Well, Gary Sanchez, oh, I don't know if I just jumped the highlight, Nick. You can get in my ear and let me know if I did. But Gary Sanchez with a home run for the Padres tonight, which gives them 68 home runs on the season. That's good enough for a tie for 14th in Major League Baseball uh, with the Baltimore, or I'm sorry, with the Arizona Diamondbacks. They both have 68 home runs here so far this season through 60 games played. So Padres with one home run from Gary Sanchez tonight. 68 home runs on the season. Now, I think it's time to give our next award. And I'm not going to be like Sam Levitt. I know that Sam Levitt takes his awards very seriously. I know that he agonizes about these awards. And he usually does so for about 10 or so minutes on the show. I'm not going to do that. I think I already know who it is. So, Nick, let's get to it. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Of course, there's only one player that's going to be the pitcher of the game tonight, and that is going to be Blake Snell. How could I give it to anyone else? Blake Snell gets the win for the Padres tonight, his second win of the season. He went six innings. He struck out eight. He only gave up two hits, and he walked three. I know that people aren't happy with the walks, but we're just going to live with it for now. He ended up getting the win, so Blake Snell is our player or our pitcher of the game, brought to you by Ace 
Hardware. Matt Scraby here on the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. We already heard from Bob Melvin. We heard from Gary Sanchez after the game. We just gave out our ace pitcher of the game. We still have to give out our relief pitcher of the game. We also have to give out the player of the game and then get some out-of-town scores in as well. If you want to tweet me, you can, at Matt Scraby. Uh, I'll be looking through the tweets here in the break. And if you want to squeeze in a phone call, 833-288-0973. But I can tell you right now that there are a lot of happy, happy, happy Padres fans around San Diego and around the country right now because the Padres win 5-0. They split the series with the Cubs, and they welcome the Mariners into town tomorrow. So we'll get to some more of uh, the goodies that we have for you on the Padres postgame show when we get back here on 97.3 The Fan. Manny at first, one out, no score in the second inning, and Sanchez lines one to deep left. Half's back, he watches, gonna go! Two-run homer, Gary Sanchez. Already is third as a Padre, and a couple of pitches after David Ross is ejected. Sanchez goes deep, and the Padres jump out two to nothing. Matt Scraby back with you here in the loft at the Western Metal Supply Building here at Petco Park. The lights are off, the fans have left. The Padres have won five to nothing thanks to that home run by Gary Sanchez, who if the Padres don't have Gary Sanchez on their roster at this point, I don't know uh, how many wins that they have in the last week or so, because Gary Sanchez has been a huge, huge contributor to the team. Gary Sanchez has hit three home runs in, in seven games. That's just something that you don't see from the Padres and, that's something that uh, the Padres desperately needed at the catcher position, and they got it tonight, and they've gotten it over the last seven games. So I talked with Gary Sanchez after the game, and he, he basically just said, this team's really good, and this team is going to turn around, and I'm going to do everything I can to help this team turn around, and he's absolutely doing that right now. No questions asked. All right, Matt Scraby, as I said. Here, Padres postgame show. Padres win 5 nothing, And we have a few more awards to give away, so let's go to our next award, Nick. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Well, the relief pitcher of the game tonight, there is no question it's going to be Steven Wilson. They had Steven Wilson, you had Nick Martinez, you had Tim Hill. They all did really well in their uh, outings. Steven Wilson was the first one out of the pen, and then you had Nick Martinez, and then you had uh, uh, Tim Hill wrapping up the game for the Padres. So Steven Wilson pitched an inning, gave up no hits, he struck out one. Nick Martinez pitched an inning, gave up one hit, he struck out one. Tim Hill... Pitched an inning. He gave up one hit, and he struck out two. But I'm going to name Steven Wilson the relief pitcher of the game because of this stat provided to me by the Dre's PR staff. Steven Wilson has pitched 14 consecutive scoreless innings across his last 13 outings since May 1st. So he has not given up a run since May 1st. And Steven Wilson, I mean... The story that Stephen Wilson is, a couple years ago he was driving Uber, 
trying to make it in Major League Baseball, gets an invite last year, makes his way to the team. He hasn't given up a spot yet. He might be one of the best relievers in baseball. So if you want to give up on your dreams, think about Stephen Wilson because I'm sure there was a couple times that Stephen Wilson was not happy with the way things were going with his baseball career. But you should be very happy right now, Stephen. And I know you are because we had you on the show, and you're a very nice guy. And you're 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 very uh, you're taking advantage of everything you can at the big league level. And Stephen Wilson, relief pitcher of the game, Matt Scraby here on 97.3 The Fan. Padres win five nothing. I feel alone in here, honestly. I don't know how Sam does it. I, there were so many people in here, and then all of a sudden, I look up and there's no one here. I'm just just me and the loft. So this is kind of crazy. This is kind of cool though. You know, I've never been in here all by myself. Anyway, uh, all right, before I get stupid and start saying dumb things again, let's go to our next award, which is the most important award, I believe. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. All right, player of the game. Ooh. Okay, here's where I'm going to do my best Sam, Sam Levitt. I don't know, everybody. Player of the game, you could go with... Blake Snell, he got the win. You could go with Gary Sanchez. He got the home run. You can go with Jake Cronenworth. He drove in some runs. You can go with Gary Sanchez. I already said that. You can go with Matt Carpenter. He drove in a run. Hassan Kim had two hits and drove in a run. Brandon Dixon had a hit. He did not drive in any runs. Oh, man. This is tough. I'm doing my best Sam Levitt, everybody. You know, as much as I want to say it's going to be Gary Sanchez, uh, I'm going to go with Gary Sanchez. He has to be the player of the game. He was one for three tonight with a home run, two RBIs, got the scoring started early in the second inning for the Padres, hit a laser to left field, got the stadium rocking. So Gary Sanchez is going to be our player of the game. But... Butts, butts, butts. Manny Machado is a close second for player of the game with three for four, uh, scoring three runs tonight. Not driving anyone in, but he did cross the plate three times and put three runs himself on the board. So Manny Machado, a close second. But this is one of the better games we've seen Manny play defensively and offensively all season long. So good to see that from Manny Machado. And uh, hopefully it's just good things to come going forward. So, um, But in the end, Gary Sanchez with his home run is going to be our player of the game. Padres win 5 nothing here tonight. And one of the things that was a little bit interesting, and Nick, get this clip ready, is David Ross was arguing with the home plate umpire Phil Cuzzy earlier. Uh, I believe it was second or third inning, but Nick went back and saved the description from Jesse and Tony about how he was thrown out. So, and I haven't heard it yet. And and this was a good ejection, if you can call ejections good. David Ross got his money's worth, and he was out there for quite some time. So, let's go back and hear this on the radio broadcast. Now, Phil Cuzzy barking at David Ross, who is barking back, and he's been ejected. The Cub manager just got tossed by home plate umpire Phil Cuzzy. I wonder if that outside area of the plate that Hendricks wasn't getting is something to do with it or if maybe something about the clock. But 
Oh, is that it? I think I'm back on the air. I'm not quite sure. Um, I, I, let's just play it again. I want to see what I, I, I didn't Phil hear. Cuzzy barking hey. at David Ross, who is barking back, and he's been ejected. The Cub manager just got tossed by home plate umpire Phil Cuzzy. And I wonder if that outside area of the plate that Hendricks wasn't getting is something to do with it, or if maybe something about the clock. But and that was it. So Jesse and Tony calling the ejection from David Ross. But the reason I brought it up is because uh, former Padres manager Andy Green ended up taking over the Cubs. And so Andy Green was managing in San Diego once again. And Andy Green, unfortunately, um, he's not going to get the L on his record, but he did take the L tonight. I don't know that that's much of his fault because by the time David Ross had been ejected, it was already one of those things where, um, you know, the game was – going to be out of reach soon so i can't blame it too much on andy green but david ross was ejected all right i'm looking back at the schedule i'm sorry everybody on the padres post game show i'm looking to make sure we get everything i want to be able to do the best sam levitt that i can do and i think we're getting to all of it uh if you have any uh, thoughts and you want to give us a call 833-288-0973 we have one more break to go so if you want to get those in let me or give I'm sorry. This is it. There's no more breaks, so we are not going to be going to break right here. We are actually going to go and do out-of-town scoreboard to see what happened around the league. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. All right. Sorry about the bumps in the road, everybody. This is my first time doing the post-game show this season, so, you know, I need to get used to it a little bit, but I think everything's going okay. And the Padres win kind of masks my uh, uh, um, unorganized nature of the post-game show, but the Padres win 5 nothing, so everything is forgiven. Other scores around baseball, the Rays 4-1 to over the Red Sox today in Boston. The Phillies... Aaron Nola had a no-hitter going late in the game. The Phillies were, uh, ended up beating the Tigers 8-3, to but the no-hitter obviously did not last. Phillies did win. They have the same exact record as the Padres, 28-32. Marlins keep their winning ways going. They beat the Royals 9-6 to tonight, which moves them to 33-28. Braxton Garrett, the guy that the Padres faced last week, picked up the win for the Marlins. The Royals... Uh, 18 and 42 on the year. Not good. In other games tonight, the Pirates beat the A's 5 to 4 in regulation. Uh, Pirates continue to win, so good on them. The Houston Astros beat the Toronto Blue Jays in Toronto tonight 11 to 4. The Reds ended up winning uh, over the Brewers 2 nothing in Cincinnati. So a pitcher's duel there. And the Rangers ended up beating the Cardinals 4 to 3 after they ended up uh, receiving bad news from Jacob DeGrom, and he ends up going back on the 60-game, or, yeah, 60-day IL for his uh, elbow inflammation. So they got some bad news there. But everything else is taken care of in Major League Baseball. All games are over. Padres have won, and uh, we'll get a full slate of games tomorrow. So that is what we have for that. So... What we have tomorrow is the Mariners coming to town for a two-game series, and then the Padres are going to get a day off on 
Thursday, and then they're going to head to uh, Colorado for a three-game series with the Rockies. We all know how they play in Colorado. We all know how things get a little weird at Coors Field, so hopefully uh, the Padres can win a couple more before they head back out to uh, Colorado. I, I believe it's the first time they have headed there this year. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it is the first time that they have headed to Colorado this year. Uh, it is. I just got a confirmation. It is the first time that uh, they are going to go to Colorado. So we'll see what happens then. But first, they have to face the Mariners. And while I'm stalling, I'm trying to pull up the pitching matchups for tomorrow. And while I do that, there it is. So it's going to be a good one tomorrow night. The Padres are going to have Joe Musgrove throwing for them, and then the Mariners are going to have Logan Gilbert throwing for them. Logan Gilbert is 3-3 three, three three on the year, 4.08 ERA, but his whip is under 1.98. Joe Musgrove coming off back-to-back great starts. He's 3-2 and two on the season, 4.71 ERA, 1.38 whip. So there, the Mariners are going to be coming to town. The game is at 6.40 p.m. tomorrow night. Tonight was 6.10, but back to normal tomorrow night, 6.40 p.m., and the, the Padres have one of their best pitchers on the mound for uh, the opener with the Mariners against another great pitcher in, in, Gil, in Logan Gilbert. He is nothing to sneeze at. He is nothing to laugh at. It's going to be another tough uh, matchup for the Padres, but after today scoring five runs, getting a home run from Gary Sanchez, getting a bunch of doubles, hitting two uh, – Two hits with runners in scoring position. Things went well for the Padres tonight. They could clean up more things if they uh, going forward, but I'm not going to focus on those tonight. I'm just going to focus on the Padres' win, and that is what we have for tonight. So I'm Matt Scraby. I appreciate everybody who called into the postgame show. I appreciate, appreciate Nick DiNucci for holding down the fort back in studio. He has been instrumental in getting me through the pre- and post-game show. And I appreciate Adam Klug, Michael Valenzuela, and, of course, I appreciate Sam Levitt allowing me to sit in his seat. The great one will be back with you tomorrow. And uh, he's going to have – I'm sure that he's going to be excited about talking about a Padres win, and he's going to be excited to talk about the Padres playing the Mariners t- uh, tomorrow night. So if you want to come say hi, you can. He will be there. Uh, I will not. I will not be here tomorrow night. Although, Chris really wants me to do the pregame again so he doesn't have to see me, I think. But anyway, that's it for me. I'm Matt Scraby. Thanks for listening to the Padres postgame show. Thank you to Nick DiNucci. Tomorrow, Padres play the Mariners. But tonight, they split the series with the Cubs and win 5 to nothing. Good night, everybody.